What's going on, people? It's your boy Mike Dog. Max Ryan. Raruga. And welcome to first edition of Great Men Think Alike. So, we're going to start off. Quick introduction. We want to do this podcast based off the reason why we're a bunch of friends who talk about certain topics already going on. And just wanted to bring it to light, give our opinion on certain things. So, the first topic I'm going to talk about, we was going to talk about was toxic masculinity. Is it, do you feel there's a lot of problems with some men being vulnerable in relationships or in general? Ryan, how do you feel about that? I feel that there definitely is toxic masculinity because I don't know where like where men get this thing from where they have to be super manly or they have to feel like oh because this isn't what men do like it makes them like unmanly or whatever for instance crying like there's nothing wrong with crying it's just, a, you know, a time and place for it. Like, for instance, death or you're going through rough times. It's, it's always good to cry, you know, let it out. Now, if somebody hits you or something, I don't think you should cry. But I definitely feel like there are certain times and places for men to be able to show not weakness, but vulnerability. That's a fact. I definitely agree on that. Um, Max, anything to say about it, Max Warner? Um, I feel like it's I feel like it's based on social media that dictate dictates that men shouldn't really cry, only because they think it's a sense of weakness or vulnerability, or they'll be looked at differently, and at times the word man gets lost throughout generations and time and space and also gets turned out differently. Brother Ghost? Well, that's definitely true. Um, the reason why I feel masculinity is going along to piggyback off of what Max Rohn said, definitely true social media because a lot of people go through the lyrics and social, what's going on in the world in general, like, they feel it's not needed to be strong, to be vulnerable to the women. Like, if you're being faithful to your woman, people look at you like you lost or whatever. I'm not understanding that at all. And I also feel during the lyrics is a lot of people listen to a lot of these rappers who say F this, F that, get money blah, 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 with yourself, and such and such, and have these men, in reality, they're in relationships, in full-blown marriages, and faithful, but chatting on the music just for attention and clout. And I'm definitely not understanding that at all. I don't know why it's like that, but it is what it is. Um... How do you feel, Ryan, as a way to fix that? A way to fix, like, toxic masculinity? In general, like, fix. I think the way to fix that is self-awareness. Like, you really gotta, you have to be comfortable with who you are. You have to be comfortable with what you do. You know what I'm saying? Because Another thing, another part of toxic masculinity that I feel needs to stop is men doing things for other men in terms of like, let's say it's a group of men, you not going to be yourself because other men around. So now you want to play tough or you want to show off. Ain't nothing wrong with showing off. You know what I'm saying? That's what men do. But. It's a certain extent. Sometimes you gotta relax. Okay, because it's not really necessary to be doing 
that, especially if you're grown. Like, it's understandable if you're a kid, but once you're a grown man, it's like, you should be comfortable in your own skin. You're old enough to know what you want. You're old enough to, you know what I'm saying, understand yourself and what you're capable of, what you can't. So me personally, I just feel like us as men, we need to start living our truth. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, another question. How do you feel about these movies? This is a little over top, but how do you feel about these movies that are showing black culture? Do you feel they're doing too much with the black slavery and doing too much with the black culture? And are they not, you said they feel they're not representing it in a proper way? I feel like certain movies are presented in a proper way, but I also feel like certain movies are doing too much. Because it's like, from the beginning with Roots, you know what I'm saying, going all the way back to Roots, yeah. up to now, we've seen all the movies of what happened to us. Mm. Where are the movies of where we're going? Okay, let me ask you a question now. To pick back off that. Coming to America 2 came out. Okay. Shout out to everybody who watched that. Shout out to everybody who watched that. Shout out to Eddie Murphy, aka Aries. But anyway, we didn't get that though. Um, Coming to America 2 came out. And a lot of people bashed it. I rewatched it. As much as we tried to watch it, we watched it. It was cool. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. And she was. It was a good movie. But the problem with that is, she, she, the movie in general, it felt so drawn out. Like it, it went wrong. Do you feel most of these movies is not being? Oh, I'm not gonna put it. <clears throat> Do you feel some people's not embracing the proper movies that's actually showing black culture in a good way? Like Coming to America 2? Well, okay. For Coming to America 2, I feel like people are bashed it because one, it's not as funny as the first one. Right. And then two, it gives you a different feeling, a different vibe. But what people gotta understand is this is a different era. This is not the same era from how long the movie been out? 30? 30 plus years. Yeah, 30 plus. The first movie hasn't been out for 30 plus years. That was a different time, a different mindset, different type of people. This is a whole different era. Now, sadly, the era we're in now it's very, people are sensitive. A lot of topics you can't talk about. A lot of things you can't do. So, that also plays a part in why the first movie was rated R. And this one was rated PG-13. Because obviously, they had to, you know, censor a lot of things. Right. So, that's probably why a lot of people don't like it. But, what I would say is, you can't look at the negative and not look at the positive. And that's a movie that shows black people in a positive light. Right. You know what I'm saying? Us as kings in our element. You know what I'm saying? With money. Not too much, you know, you know, like ratchet, ghetto stuff. And there's nothing wrong with ratchet and ghetto. I just feel like there's a lack in balance these days. Like, mm. all they show or all they want to talk about or people are interested in is the negative... Especially the negative with black people. But no one is talking about the positive or showing us in a positive light. And I feel like that's what needs to change is the balance. Because I I love a good hood movie any day. Jews, New Jack City, Boys in the Hood. You know what I'm saying? Men's Society. Those movies are relatable, especially if you're from the hood. Those movies are classics. Those movies are good movies. But we also need the balance because in real life... Looking at all the things that the kids are doing, all the drugs that's in the world, 
all the just destruction and chaos that's going on, right. we need a balance. We need like that Cosby show type of balance to show us like, yo, we could do that, but we could also do this. Now to get into that, you guys have the same answer? It's funny that you mentioned that my, my thing is, where do you begin? Where do you begin to go on that path of saying like, I want to put this scene together, this scene together into one video? Rebel. Like, shout out to Judas and the Black Messiah. Rest in peace, Fred Amplin. Um, That man was a rebel. That man was 21 years old, ready to go for, for Arsenal out and die for what he believed in. I feel we don't have that. We have that, but I feel like we're still, we still really don't have that. They got people like, what's God said? People like my son, my son. Shout out to my son. Shout out to Tamika Mallory. Anybody who does Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. I feel like they don't get, they just do. They just, they just, um, right. Because as, Ruger said, there's too much sensitivity in the world. I feel like people gotta say after sensitivity and just, you know, just deliberately just fight and don't care. Just go for it. Like, don't worry about what's gonna happen at the end. If they're gonna die, they're gonna die for what they believe in. You know what I'm saying? That's what fellow rapper Murphy Hustle died for, he died for what he believed in, died for his, his city, died for his, his, so I had to say he murdered for what he believed in. That man was a crip, yes, but that man was a man first, just like the same dedication. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar for that ball. Um, that man was a man first. He was a person who, who stood up for what he believed in, stood for equality, tried to fix his community, and we don't have that no more, what's going on in this world. We don't got that. We don't got people really trying to fix no more. There's no real, there's no real leaders. Back in the 80s, I watched some hip-hop uncovered. Back in the 80s, the drug dealers would, would sponsor the games to make sure the kids is doing something productive. If you have, if you a gang, if you got family on the living in the hood, you got gangs surrounded around you, and they see you doing something with yourself, they put you in a position helping your family, helping you out by not stirring you wrong, steering you wrong, you feel me? And putting you in a position to, to succeed. We don't got that no more. We definitely don't got that. And we definitely need that more often. We need more, better, better, we need better um community structure. That's how I feel with things. Um, I had a question for you. It's a question I had. It slipped my mind, but it's what we're going to get back to it, though. But I would just like to say that the drug use in this era is at an all-time high. And me, personally, I think, all just aside, y'all got to stop. Seriously, I gotta stop because people are young. I'm talking because I'm only I'm 26, but I'm seeing people who's like 18, 19, looking twice my age. Like the drug, y'all are looking smoked out. Y'all are looking drugged out. Y'all mental state is definitely not right. Okay, y'all spiritual state is definitely gone. Okay, so I think we really need to health is wealth. Health is wealth. I think we really need to start really focusing on internal mental spiritual problems because, because that's the root. Usually that's the root of why things are not going right or why people are doing some of the things that they're doing because physically they're just off it. Forget so, financials. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel some people has fell off from the spiritual connection with the Lord. Of course. Absolutely. But let me ask you okay, let me ask you a question. We go we all Caribbean here. Shout out to the Caribbean Islands. Right. 
Country's hard. Um, we know me and the Caribbean household. Most ninety five percent go to church. Right. You know, deal with the Lord. Right. Whatever you are, right. what you are. Um. For example, now you right. Mm -hmm. All the time you church as a young, mm -hmm. young lad, grow up in church, do your local thing in church, or mm -hmm. You fall off teenage years, mm -hmm. but you don't get back fully back in it. Mm -hmm. And you know, you probably fall off 14, 15, you know, get to the mm -hmm. usage, might do your little drug usage, marijuana, marijuana mm -hmm. is legal. Mm -hmm. And you know, drink your little drink in there. Mm -hmm. What if you don't, we fall off straight from the Lord? Mm -hmm. And some people, well, for example, what about the people who, who, another example, you, you, fall, you fall in love with the Lord, do your thing with the Lord, and then over time you start seeing killing. Uh -huh. And I'm not talking about people 15, 16. I'm talking about little children getting murdered uh -huh. in broad daylight. Uh -huh. Massacre. Uh -huh. And you start losing your faith in the Lord. Uh -huh. How do you tell a person? Now, you're a person. You are you call yourself a man of God. Uh -huh. You call yourself? Absolutely. Right. A man of God. Right. So, how do you person, how do you help a person who is strain from that and they dealing with that I would me personally I would say you have to understand that there's a divine plan that is written by the Lord himself and that certain things that happen yeah it might be a catastrophe but it's all a part of a plan a bigger plan that we can't see until it unfolds mm -hmm. so what I would say is it might seem like you're in the dark right now, right. but there will always be light at the end of that tunnel. Amen. As the great Tupac said, every dark night has its brightest day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, I always look at Bible verses like, you know, um, Job, somebody who had everything, lost it all kept his faith, and then was rewarded tenfold. Those are the stories we, we are to look to. You know what I'm saying? Psalms 23, 91. There's all type of guidance in the Bible. My, my thing is, and this might sound funny, but I really feel like people really need to pick up that book. Because that book is giving you the knowledge. It's giving you what you're seeking. But this is what I'm talking about. They got people in this world who feel the book is outdated. And I also, mean, they feel, they feel, they can't, like, you gotta understand, it's hard to tell somebody to, to trust in the Lord when people is getting murdered, massacred, little kids. Bro, look at this world right now. They got a little kid in Chicago right now picking up a whole bazooka. Bazooka. I ain't gonna put the man's name out there, but a bazooka. We don't know if it's real, how he got it. That's look, ridiculous. I, I they got people who went to school, who stopped going to school because they was about to get... Murdered, bro. I can't. How can you stop that? I can't speak for the Lord. I cannot tell you why certain people are more blessed than others. Why right. certain people are getting killed in right. broad daylight. Right. Lives are being cut short, mm. and other people are making it. Mm. But what I can say is, is that it's not our role to know these things. That's a fact. It's our role to just live life, serve God. Do your thing. Amen. And if your journey is to be cut short, then obviously the Amen. Lord had a reason we for it. You know what I mean? They really say that your time has already passed. passed. Like it was meant for me. My thing is, I've, I've never understood this to this day, and I still probably will never understand this. What? You're 15 years old. How is your time? Destiny fulfilled. That might sound crazy. That might sound crazy, but there's a whole, like, network system we're all connected right for all you know the passing of Nipsey happened to put the conversation and the message in our minds of what are we doing as black people because mm. Nipsey was doing what we're supposed to be doing mm. but he got taken out so now we're but all looking at that feel, like, okay for example what about the what about the people who who don't come back to the city for example chinks Clapton City. We go, I'm going to bring up memes right now. Okay. Chinks, Clapton okay. City. Stacks in the city. Nipsey in the city. 
pop. Not in the city, but big. Well, this might sound... Well, not saying Pac and Big, because Pac and Big don't get started. Well, this might sound crazy. This might sound crazy, but after all of after all of the deaths that I've seen with all these rappers, these famous people, I cannot really honestly say staying in my city or my hood is the right thing to do because niggas is envious, niggas is jealous. I could, I could, no, I could step into, I could literally do the same thing they did. Mm -hmm. And just because a nigga seen what I do and don't like that I have what I have, he gonna try to take me out because he's jealous. So what I'm saying is, I'm not saying don't help people, don't provide for your community, don't give back to the people who helped you become who you are. What I'm saying is you really gotta watch people. Like Tupac said, talk once, listen twice, right? Mm -hmm. Because whoever, however that person really feel, or however they really mm -hmm. speak, it's going to speak, it's going to come to the surface, yeah. bro. Because... Like, like my Andrew said, if you, a person lied once, exactly. believe you, that you come to believe them. Exactly, really. bro. Because I, honestly, how a lot of these dudes is getting taken out, it's, it's embarrassing, bro. But I feel low-key, I feel... I'm put out there. I think it's Illuminati, bro. It I might think it's something they sold. It might be. People are sacrificing lives. Like, some people feel low-key, and I don't believe this, but I'm going to put it out there. They feel Lil Durk uh -huh. sacrificing Vaughn. Well... Which I don't know if that's true. I definitely believe there's something behind the scenes going on. Because, because Quando Rondo has said that. Mm -hmm. I think people are going crazy with that, but Quando Rondo, like for example, how do you feel about certain people's situations? Like for example, they talk, you you listen to hip hop on cover. Mm -hmm. You know what Big you said about Nip. Mm -hmm. How do you personally feel? You feel he was right? Because if that man was really the, you know what I'm saying, what he was, mm -hmm. and we ain't gonna put it out there, what he was, and he, I uh, respectfully, that's what he is, mm -hmm. and you come to him regardless of what situation is or not. Mm -hmm. Do you feel he was wrong for doing what he did? Honestly. And this is this is why I say, like... This goes back to my original statement. I don't know if we... I don't know if we should play these hood games or we should really care about a lot of, like, the stuff that goes on in the hood anymore because it'd be the very thing or situation that you're keeping it real for that takes you out. It'd be the very thing, it'd be the very thing, like, that you, you know what I'm saying, that takes you out. For instance, with the whole Nipsey situation, if it really was a situation where it's somebody that knew him from the hood and they he used to be in his camp and they was boys and then paperwork came out and he really was a snitch, this, that, and the third. They're telling me, I built this whole empire. I built this whole career. Everybody's looking at me as like the next Tupac, basically. And all it takes is a nigga that used to know me that didn't like a word I told him. And I'm gone like that? Bro, what did I do all of that for? Why was I the realest nigga in the world? For what? It just seems like a waste of time to me, low-key. Because it's like, I feel like we, we a lot of us are forgetting the bigger picture, bro. Everybody's trying to be the toughest dude. Everybody's trying to be the dude who's, who's smart, the richest, the thuggest. But nobody's really keeping it real, if we're being honest. Just a bunch of fake people doing fake shit, faking it till they make it. I feel like everybody's priorities is just... Twisted. Nothing is real no more. Everything is Instagram. Everything is a game. Dude, everything is a game, man. Like people are playing out their lives like that. I agree, 100%. Um, how do you feel about... How do you feel about the NBA? It's in shambles.
We already went through like a hundred different times. Oh, yeah, we never did. It's in shambles. You don't eat that. It's in shambles. Basically, this NBA that I'm looking at here is not the NBA I grew up on. I don't know what this is. This is Rocket League, if you ask me. <laughs> I don't know what this is. How was? How do y'all feel about the NBA? Let's This your boy Max Ronan, and I would say, playing from a personal standpoint of being a big man in the paint, it is terrible. You got big men over here trying to shoot threes. Trying to be the best Stephen Curry. No, we need you to go back into that paint, bully men, and dunk on men's heads. Like, we need that old school big man playing play style. We, we need that. Shout, shout out to Dirk Nowitzki, though, because he's the only one that could actually do a big man style and still shoot the three. But we need more like Shaq. We need more Shaq people. We need more Ben Wallace. We need more Rasheed Wallace. We need more Blake Griffins. We need more of those. We don't have that anymore because the way NBA has changed and moved. I believe it got better with its more athleticism, yes. But I feel deep down inside, a lot of these things is just for sure. Like everything, everybody now, I feel like there's no competition in NBA no more. It's too predictable. Is what he, was what he trying to sum it up. Way too predictable. Everybody want to play on the same team instead of just you know, instead of just playing against each other. It's the same type of archetypes, even in two K. Same type of archetypes. Everybody running around with the same behavior. Shoot this. Shoot that. Shoot. 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 But then when people mess up, it's like it, it's like a whole war zone on Call of Duty. Just everybody want to go at each other's throats trying to kill each other because somebody missed the shot. Like, if you have no business shooting at all, what are you really shooting the ball for? Unless you've blown the team out by 40 points. Then, I, then I'm not going to tell you or keep shooting the ball if we blew, if we blew the team out by 40 points. I'm not going to tell you that. But if you if we're losing and keep shooting the ball, you need to put the controller down for a while okay. and reevaluate yourself. Well, we're going to end this soon. Any last words, any last topic you want to talk about? Um, for me, I guess I just want to say I just want to say, yo, like, for real, for real, these, we living in crazy times. Just keep out first. Get your money. Do the right thing. And enjoy your life, because anything is possible at this point. Shit, I'm waiting to see the aliens at this point. <laughs> What's that out of say? Basically, it's not stop being sensitive, but know when to be sensitive and know when not to be sensitive. Next one. Meaning that emotions can play a factor, but they can also build you up. Like, don't let your emotions get the best of you. And as far as the NBA-wise... We need to go back to that whole big man domination thing. But that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to force people to go into different sports. What sports is that? Soccer, football, tennis, golf, rugby. Thank y'all for checking in. It's your boy Mike Duck. Max Ronan. Rob Ruler. And we out, people. Warning. 
The following video contains strong language which may be offensive to some viewers or inappropriate for children. The content within this video is intended for mature audiences only. What's going on people? It's the way like that. It's your boy Val Ruler. Max Ronan. Welcome to another podcast episode of Red Men Speak Alike. Today we got a special guest. A brother, a person I've been waiting for a while to talk to. Show y'all love people. But Mr. Diamond Cash, we know. You already know. Thank you for having me, y'all. Pretty well. All love, King. All love. All love, King. All love. Thank you so, for having me. First, first, furthermore, before we start anything, tell them about yourself. I mean, you already know. I'm, uh, I'm an entrepreneur, podcast host. Uh, check out DC Incentives podcast. We on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, YouTube, Anchor FM. Uh, just Google us. Uh, check out www.diamondcashincentives.com. We have <coughs> motivational gear. And uh, yeah, I, I pretty much do a, a lot, <laughs> you know? Um, that's what I do. Check it out. Tune in. Right. Like they say, check it out, man. So today, today's topic today is, as you can see, a lot of police brutality has been going on these past couple of weeks, couple of days. Um, see the Derek Chauvin, guy's name, sorry. Derek C. Chauvin. Chauvin, Chauvin thank you, man. Derek Chauvin verdict came out. Um, how did everybody feel about that, number one? Rich? Donald Trump? Alright, so uh Diamond Cash. So um how I feel is it's a small victory. Um people was jumping for joy and everything, people was happy is because of we don't we don't we don't really see, you know, a former police officer that, that, that did something wrong to a black person um get any uh justice you feel what i'm saying so we we don't, we don't really see a black person or unarmed person get justice when killed by a police officer so that's why people was you know enjoy people saying victory even though we're still waiting on a convict a conviction you, you, you we still got to give you know joy and happy that and to um, George Floyd's family, they can have peace. And, you know, it, just, just know that, look at the difference between if, if Derek Chauvin was not guilty, just, just think about how America would be. Just think about it. Yo, this, yo, it would have been, yo, it would have been violence, everything. You feel me? So that's why people was for joy. And you don't usually get something. You don't usually you don't usually get um um a verdict like that. I agree. I definitely agree. Um I feel low key like Dr. Umar, shout out to Dr. Umar by the way. Yeah, um he was on rapper stuff. He said something Something very interesting. Um, Raruga, I definitely want to get your take on that. Um, he said that he was like, the reason why the verdict came the way it went was because they didn't want the world to burn and everything to go crazy. How do you feel about that? Uh, in my opinion, I definitely feel like I definitely feel like he's speaking facts because with the whole situation last year with the riots and everything, everybody, the whole world seen that the whole world was watching this whole entire event. So they had to make sure this time around things went right because as Don McCash said, this whole motherfucker would have been up in flames right now if that man was not guilty. Period. So, while with that being said, 
I also agree with Dr. Umar on the fact that we shouldn't be celebrating or be happy about shit. Why? Because not one law has been changed yet. Not one person has been speaking up to make a change. So that all that really means is this one police officer who's finally found guilty. But that doesn't mean that if somebody, if a police officer kills a black dude tomorrow, he's not going to be proven um, guilty and then be in the same situation as he was in last year. You know what I'm saying? So there's still a lot of changes and a lot of things we need to do. Well, about, if you want to read the statistics, I think it was eight or 18 police officers guilty out of like, I think a hundred or a thousand That's horrendous. in America. That's horrendous. That is horrendous. That's horrendous. Absolutely. Absolutely. That yes. is horrendous. Absolutely. Yes. And let me guess, most of these police officers were killing minorities, I bet. I hate that word, minority. The only reason why I use that word is because that's what they label us as. That's why I hate that word. Elaborate, elaborate, my brother. Because if you if you if you Google the word minority, it means less than. Or if you if you look at the definition minority, it means that you're really less than something or somebody. So when you look at majority and minority, that's that's a trick word. And just to label it as like, you know, two different two different groups. So that's why I think we gotta stop saying the word minority. Plus, we wasn't even the ones calling each other minority. You feel me? Well, if we being frank, half of the words they call us, we were never calling each other. If we really being frank. Now, that's facts. That's absolutely. That's, <coughs> I agree with you with that. Well, now, speak on another police brutality part. And I'll start with you, Mr. Max. You're on it over here. Um, we also seen the 16-year-old girl who passed the arrest of soul to Kaya Bryant. Um, how do you feel about that? Do you honestly feel the cop was wrong on Max Ronan? Do you feel maybe he did the wrong tactic? Do you feel she was wrong? If, and last question, if you had a child, a daughter or son, by the way, if that happened to your child, how would you want the police to react? That's for everybody, but I'll start with you, man. How do you want that police to react in that situation? I feel like the police could have, you know, went by this another way and just, you know, try to sit down and analyze the situation before said events happen. I feel like violence should should be a last resort if you really understand everything else and the, pers- the person is still trying to be, you know, against you. I mean, like, in other words, if, you, if somebody's trying to rob you, you understand clearly that the man is trying to rob you, whatever, then, yeah, you know, then eventually you probably would have to take his life or her life, but not if the person called the cops on you, they defended themselves, and then you want to you want to kill them like nine. They call the cops to, for you to come because they're trying to defend themselves and they don't have the manpower or the woman power to do it. So my thing is violence shouldn't have been. Is, is that if the mother was the cause of the whole situation to, to make them fight, Absolutely. What made her come outside was because of her father, the 16-year-old. Is that her biological father or her foster father? She, that, that's their that's, that's a foster care home. Listen, all I'm saying is in a situation like this, a lot of things went wrong. But where the officer went wrong was, I don't think. First of all, first of all, I don't care how ill of a marksman you are. <laughs> you're not shooting at a crowd of people jumping each other, fighting, wrestling, and hitting the target that you know you want to hit. 
No one's doing that. Let me ask you a question. One question. You do not shoot at a crowd. You don't do that. Let me ask you a question. They have a stand your ground law, right? Over there? Yes, Ohio is a stand your ground law, yes. Right. Can you explain to the people what a stand your ground law is? To, so pretty much what you're doing is just, you're, you're defending yourself. Um, so, so you have a right to like defend yourself, whether it's like you, you if you need to like kill that person or need to like you know and or, or you know something like that so it's like houston texas how but i think bun b had a situation with this uh -huh. one okay oh um, shout out bun b by the way um let me ask y'all the question after hearing information y'all just said to the to the people out there is there any way do you feel any way the cop could get off of course first of all the cop can get off without evidence even being proven. <laughs> this is America. Uh-huh. Okay? Talking. We're not we're not doing this. This is this is the very reason why. Yeah, you gotta talk talk. This time. is the very reason why I mm -hmm. don't agree with what's going on here. Because no matter what, the cop is the only person who has the ability and power to get off scot-free. People lost a child. Okay. People caused a whole scene that probably could have been avoided somebody's gonna go to jail for this and it's probably not gonna be the officer and he's responsible cold blood on his hands granted yeah she had a knife in her hand but they pulled up on her that was self defense so I want to bring something up. So, uh, even though it's uh, um, self-defense and everything, what also um, for to have to understand is that that cop. Mm -hmm. um, if you really think about it, right? Do you think, just like Charlemagne uh, said on the Breakfast Club? Yeah. So, if you think. Uh, do you really think that cop cared about that child uh, cared about that person uh in the pink like oh do, do you think because if he really did care he wouldn't be screaming blue lives matter after that bro these none of these cops care not so, one of these exact, cops care exactly so if you really think he he actually cared then something's wrong with you and what the hell is first of all what is Blue Lives Matter? Oh. It doesn't exist. What is Blue Lives Matter? I know, exist. I know what that is. It doesn't exist. Can I speak on it though? Okay. Can I have a strong feeling on what it is? <laughs> it speak doesn't King? exist. I know, speak but King? this is what Blue Lives Matter is supposed speak to mean. Speak King? For people who don't know. If you are a cop, your life matters. If you are a black citizen, it doesn't. Welcome to Blue Lives Matter, people. Thank you for your time. Nah, that it's just a well I agree with you. That's but what it means. It's it it Oscar Blue, Grant. So Blue Lives Matter. Um let's let's uh -huh. speak the names. Um name come on. Come on, we can come first on, we all, can just go on and first on. Of all, first of all, Blue Lives Matter. Yeah, gonna, first of all, cut it, cut it, cut it. Cut cut this whole Blue Lives Matter movement. It doesn't exist immediately. And if it is about to exist it never will exist. It's, it's, it's a lie straight from the pit of hell. I'm gonna tell exist. you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Because not one person on this earth right. can kill a cop right now and get away with it. Right. But a cop right now can mm -hmm. kill a black person and, and it's it. like it's nothing. It's like he killed a, a, a roach or something. Um, so this Blue Lives Matter shit is a so waste of time. It doesn't exist. All right, all right. They said something also about the motorists. You wanna sneak on the motorists? First thing? of all, I don't even know what type of lawlessness is going on. Mm. What state approved that? <laughs> There's a certain, I think it's them down south states. Basically, people. Florida, right? If you're a motorist, <laughs> yes. If you're a motorist, you can literally Boy, kill the protesters. And there's a law to, to protect you. Florida. <clears throat> y'all been losing y'all minds mm -hmm. since Trayvon died. Jeez. No, Ben. Ben, since, what? Since, been since Governor, mice. um, since the first Bush who went against <laughs> the first Bush and now go they've been losing their minds. You're telling me there's a law that permits yeah. 
that if people protest, whether it's friendly or not, motorists can run them over or kill them and they get away scot-free. So we're literally going to be seeing people get ran over, trampled to death by oh, vehicles. Funny. Let me ask you another question. Like it's serious nothing? Question. Serious question. And this is serious. And we're going to the president. Because honestly, Which one? again, Dr. Umar said the most realish on the breakfast club. President Biden, if this ever gets to this man for whatever reason, listen to me carefully. You told black people, vote for me or what? You're not black. What have you done for black people since? You have a, a Asian bill, you have for transgenders, you have for everything else. Black people, we are getting killed, we are getting mown down, mowed down, sorry. We're getting murdered in cold blood on live TV, on live camera, on live person. Like it's 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 crazy now. What is going on with this country? What is going on for our kids? And what is going on for our future? Seriously. Because the world is deteriorating, is crumbling. And it's gone. Diamond Cash. Diamond Cash. Mm -hmm. What have I been saying about Senator Palpatine since day one? <laughs> Speak on it, King. Talk about it. What have I been saying? I've been telling niggas for months mm. that this is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Mm -hmm. This is. This man said everything that we wanted to hear. And never delivered. Everyone was like, give him a chance. And never delivered. Hold him the accountability Talk from day him. one. We are in month four. Mm -hmm. Not one blasted thing has happened Nothing for black people. Nothing but black men have been dying left and right. Like lambs to the slaughter. Slaughtered sheep. You can hold them accountable. That's what black people Bro, are if we're not impeaching him, what accountability are we holding so him? We're not impeaching him right now. Let's talk about right now. How y'all feel about I, I, how y'all feel about how y'all two by Ruger and Diamond Cash? How y'all feel about Black Lives Matter? I feel like Black Lives Matter. First of all, before I even discuss how I feel about Black Lives Matter, that girl who's making money off this shit, this that girl who's using serious <coughs> scenarios and serious crimes and like this whole entire situation from since last year. People have lost in that answer in in that situation at all. So, if that was your daughter or son that predicament, and the person was rushing that for you in that predicament, what would you want the police to do in that in that state? Because some people will say, like also as watching the breakfast club, DJ Empty said having a think a cop father or something like that. The cop is trained to protect and <clears throat> trained to kill. So what would you want the cop to do for you in that predicament? That was that was my child. I would have wanted him to protect Yeah, mostly just protect and analyze and understand what the situation is calling for. Not just, you know, be all this Texas gun hole stuff, you know, just understand, you know, sit the person down and be like, yo, you know, what's going on? This and the third. And then if it proceeds or if the other person is proceeding, then you go by your out you go by the outcome a different way. But if it's just like a defense mechanism, then by all means, you know, help the defender you know, help help the person that's trying to defend themselves. You know, so they can go home. It's not the it's not always the person who is trying to defend themselves is the aggressive assault. The person who's starting the violence. Sometimes the defender is just trying to save his life. You look out for his or her life. Okay. Don't answer. Maruga, how you feel about that? With the same questions go to you, how what do you think should have been done? I think first of all, 
I've seen videos where I've seen white men with weapons in hand <laughs> approaching officers and officers don't even pull their gun out. They just standing right there looking at them. So for me to see a video like that and then I see a video where an officer pulls up to the scene of the crime and as soon as he gets out the car, all he sees is pandemonium and he just shoots. That looks like white privilege to me because at the same time, <coughs> yeah, your job is to protect, protect and serve as a cop, as an officer, but that doesn't necessarily mean that because somebody has a weapon in their hand that they're the aggressor or they're the one that started it. Mm -hmm. For all we know, which is the actual scenario of that video, they pulled up to her house. They tried to jump her. What the hell are you supposed to do when a bunch of people pull up to your house, your sanctuary, and they trying to jump you or hurt you or kill you in your own home or in front of your own home? That's how I feel about that situation. You know, last but not least, Ryan and Cash. So, you want me to just answer the question? Yeah, answer mm -hmm. the question. What would you, again, if that was your daughter or son in that predicament, and they was the one attacking the girl, basically your daughter and son was the one attacking, like how Makai Brian got arrested, so, um, traditional life. Um, what would you want the cop to do? So, my, my daughter is the one in the pink. She's the one, yes. That was Makai Ryan, the one attacking? No, no, yeah, yeah, so, right. the, yeah, that was the one. Yeah, I was attacked. Right. So, what would you want the cop to do? I, I definitely wouldn't want the cop to. Am I there? Or no? You're not there. Okay. So, I definitely wanted not to cop, not to shoot a teenager. Four times. Absolutely, four times. At least. Um, tase her, tackle her, anything to keep her alive and stop my child from getting stabbed also. There's different ways that can go about it because just like um, Uga said is that you, you, like you can even compare videos. Like there, there was a dude that came up to the offer and said yo, y'all all gonna die right in front of an officer, had a knife, swinged it, mm. and mind and and they didn't even do nothing. They they just were like, just go in the house. That's it. And he just said, oh, you know what, you're dead. Another video where a kid slashed a cop on his neck and when the kid was running the cop had the the cop had a gun but then he switched the gun to a taser mm -hmm. and tased him tased the kid and then another video i can go on and on where keep going keep going <laughs> I, and then Preach. another video then where you got a dude swinging swinging a knife at the at, at two police officers Absolutely. Two police officers swinging a knife at the police officers. Right. Mind you, they had no back, no nothing. All they just, all they just try to do is just put them, put them down on the floor. That's it. So now, I've, I asked everybody this question for a reason because it's one person in that video y'all forgetting to bring up. Parents. Adults. Mm -hmm. This is not second guessing the police or saying the police. The adults are there. As an adult, and you see kids fighting, and you're around that, if, if I'm not mistaken, the woman, the girl had a butter knife. If anybody could, that's a butter knife. You all know what a butter knife ain't gonna work That's a butter knife. Cut them off. Um, it depends, bro. A, butter, a knife is still a knife, depending on, I mean, no matter what you, you call it as, it's still a knife. Butter knife, sharp bro. knife, tool knife. Still nice. And I see where you're going with this, my brother, and I'm going to interject, and I'm going to say this. <clears throat> Your home, 
a bunch of teenagers pull up to your home. 28 year olds. 28 year olds. Wait, 28 year olds came to fight her? Pull yes, up to your pull, yes, home. Yes, pull up to, to fight a teenager. Yes. To fight a 16, your 16 year old daughter. Right. You go outside and you're trying to fix or deal with this situation that is in front of your home. A police officer pulls up, bow. What were you supposed to do in that scenario as the parent? Were you supposed to jump in front of that bullet? You Whoa. seen the cop aiming, you were supposed to be like, no. Who was you supposed to just grab your daughter? Will you even be able to realize the cop was even aiming at your child when all that is going on and you just trying to make sure everybody is fine and your child is safe and no one gets killed? Well, the mother was the one that caused the fight. Remember that. Or the mother, speak, speak the police. Yeah. The, the mother was the one that caused the fight. Mm. The, 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 the girls that was the 28-year-olds... They pulled up to the house three times in a row. Three times in a row. Three times. Foster mother. The, 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 yeah. The foster mother caused, caused the fight and wanted the girls to pull up to the crib to fight her over... It, it was something petty, like some I guess something about a clean or something like that. Mm. So... The little sister was the one that called the cops. Right? So, the little sister was the one that called the cops. So, my thing... Their lives, people have lost family members. People are really going through real injustices right now. And for her to be using that for personal gain is sick. And she belongs in jail. Right. That's first and foremost. Secondly, I'm black. So black people all day, black power all day. That's black all I got to say. Black excellence. That's black it. Men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Now, mind you, I don't have any problem. This is where and I'm gonna bring up Dr. Umar. This is why I don't agree with you, my brother. This is why I feel like you a coon because to tell me I'm a coon because I still fuck with other races and I'm willing to give the white people who actually fuck with black people a chance. You're damn right. You you're you're, you're teaching segregation low key with this whole pan pan African this that and the third. It's not about all black, everything black. It's about who's doing the right thing and who's doing the wrong thing. And I don't give a fuck if you call me a coon because I'm calling you a coon because what you're preaching is hate, my brother. That's all I got to tell you. That's it. I mean, Cash, yeah, you know you, because you know you, we, we had, you got to understand people, I've known this man Diamond Cash since ninth grade, so anybody who went to our high school, we ain't going to put it out there, but you know, if you know, then you know, you understand what I'm saying, Queens, we in the building, um, Shout this out man, up. we've been talking off camera for the longest about this one man right here, Dr. Umar, so please, speak how you feel about Dr. Umar, and also, we gonna definitely get the Kevin Samuels after this. Time out, my brother. Hold on, Diamond Cash. Before we get, before I let my brother speak, I'm gonna just say this: I definitely fuck with Dr. Umar, but I am a rebel, and I'm not a yes man, my brother. All right, I'm not gonna just say yes because that's the problem now. Anything black, we just jump into it, no matter if it makes sense or not. And that's why a lot of us is in a bad situation now. Do you feel, honestly, do you feel some of us don't get ourselves killed? I'm not saying that, people. But we do but invoke it. Invoke, yes. We do invoke, of course. We definitely do, okay? We can't just mm -hmm. keep pointing the finger and not taking accountability for our own actions. So I say this to say, Dr. Umar, if this ever gets to you, I fuck with your movement. I fuck with the school idea. I fuck with everything that you're talking about. But when you talking about something that I don't agree with, I have to be a real nigga. And I have to let you know, you chatting, bro. You bored, bro. Donations. You're not calling me a coon. Let's say my wife, let's say my girl was white. And I'm I really love her and she's really helping me grow. And we building an empire together and we got a family. And she's she might not understand BLM to the fullest. But she understands me, and that's all that fucking matters at the end of the day. Because she supports honestly, me. And honestly, you telling me I'm a coon? Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
You telling me I'm a cool? You telling me, oh, I don't deserve to be on your live because of my significant other? Do you hear yourself right now? Nah, my brother. You got to get it together. You got to get together. And I don't care if you don't fuck with me, bro. Because at the end of the day, the truth, that's all that matters. That's it. Because they have black people out here who don't even know they're even black. Exactly. Who don't even know coons, bro. Their own. I don't feel like that's coons. coons. First thing, number one, I don't like saying the word coon. That's coon. That's like coons. saying a white man saying a nigger. Yes, nigger. Not nigger, nigger. I don't like saying that coon word. Coons, bro. They are lost. They need guidance. They need God. It's serious. Oh, my thing. My nigga Diamond Cash. No, they need education. Diamond Cash, how you feel about Dr. Dr. Omar personally? That's my guy. I'm not going to lie. That's, that's my guy. Um, there's some things I agree and disagree with Omar Johnson. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. If I had a conversation with, if I had the opportunity to talk to Omar Johnson in person, I would, I would love to have a, a, a conversation um, and, and a debate with Omar Johnson if if I had and if I had the opportunity I, I would I would love to have a discussion um and go back and forth with him respectfully and I would love to be there respectfully <laughs> yeah yeah so like I said that that's that's definitely my guy I support I, I support Omar Johnson for what for what he's doing and everything you know building the school up yes it is it's very hard to to build a school and it costs a lot of money for it and everything <clears throat> um there are some things, yes, I do disagree, such as like when uh, about the whole interracial relationships or interracial marriage, because love, uh, like, okay, first off, when we know about society of, you know, racism and everything, which is, I understand where Omar Johnson's coming from when it comes to interracial relationships or interracial marriage. But love does not have a color to it. Um, and another thing what you have to understand is that if you you can if you date like someone that is, you know, outside your race and everything, yes, uh it, it, it is it is true that not only you're marrying the person, you're marrying their culture and you are marrying their uh family. That is very true. Um, the thing is, is that if they are ignorant to things uh, that black people go through in a daily basis, then that's when I start to question. They have to understand what black people go through in a daily basis. And they have to understand see and get educated on it because in order for a systematic racism to die or end there has to be white people a part of it okay Definitely. that, that it, it can't be just be this is just us because not it, it's not going to be just just black people because, like I said, there, there's coons out here that that will turn on you for money. It also has to be other people with other race, other backgrounds. That's going to be a part of the movement also. You had white people march with Martin Luther King back in the day. So yes, I do. Um, yes, I do disagree with Omar Johnson, but I, I, but I do understand where he's coming from. All right. Um, that's what Um, let's talk about Kevin Samuels real quick. Realist, uh, realist nigga alive. <laughs> realist, 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 realist nigga alive. You have to understand something, people. We're in a day and time where people, I'm not going to say just females. I'm not going to say just females because that would be very ignorant of me. But I will say we're in a day and time where people play around too much. Okay? 
people that aren't serious. They're not. They just like to talk. They just like to. They just they like they're not even really like thinking or but like involved in what's really going on. They just getting at something because it's the trend or it's what people are doing now. So Kevin Samuels really stick a lot to me because there's a video on Instagram of a girl <laughs> calling him on whatever platform that was, FaceTime, video chat, whatever you want to call it. And he literally asks her, What is your age? How old are you? How old are you? She literally tells him, guess, my son Kevin Samuels hits the end button and says, guess these nuts. Now, all the simps out there, all the people who feel like that's rude. Dirty jerks. <laughs> of course, y'all wouldn't agree with that. But for all the real niggas, all the niggas who know how uh -huh. the games that these females be playing, right. that's the type of time you got to be on. That's the type of time when you gotta be on. You gotta hit that end button. Cause we don't got time for games. Let's talk about We it. grown men over here, all right? We're not, we not wasting our time. We doing what we gotta do. This is great men think alike. Great men think alike. What's the key word, men? We got time for no games, bro. We ain't got time for no games. So Kevin Samuels, when this reaches you, black power, my brother, I fucks with you, OD. Um, so we gonna cut this right here, people. Again, thank y'all for a calm episode of Great men think alike. Again, any type of proceeds goes to great men think alike. <laughs> I'll play with y'all. It goes to everything, love or everything power, black power people. Um We don't know this man. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, if our boy Diamond Cash right here ain't busy, he definitely have another episode with him coming soon. Like again, check out his podcast. Links in the description. Diamond Cash would once again let these people know where they could reach you at, my brother. Huh? You already know. www.diamondcashincentives.com. Uh, you can reach me on um, Facebook is Diamond Cash. Um, Instagram is Diamond Cash 